This podcast replay is brought to you by Orvieto's Awards and more. For 35 years, providing everything from plaques to laser and UV printing. They do all their engraving and printing in-house for quality control. Call Charles at 305-949-8098 or visit them at orvietosawards.com. Orvieto's Awards and more, where recognition is rewarding. How about one more thing in the music uh, industry that is absolutely amazing? So you two performed at the Sphere in Las Vegas. Has They have performed, I believe, around 40 shows uh, there. And some of the stats and facts of the performance and the Sphere. And let me tell you something. I did it three times. I went to the Sphere three times to see you two. The experience was amazing. Uh, it was they perfected the sound of a concert. Okay, so size of the screen, one hundred sixty thousand square feet. The Sphere's sixteen K resolution wraparound screen is the largest LED screen in the world, measuring one hundred sixty thousand square feet. It's a daunting presence from the moment you set foot inside the venue, and you two certainly made the most of it with the state of the art uh, capabilities, curating otherworldly visual effects to accompany their performance. How long did it take to prepare? 18 months. The planning behind U2's massive Spear show took roughly 18 months. The band's longtime production designer, Willie Williams, worked with an array of other artists to create distinctive, engrossing videos that would captivate audiences on the venue's massive screen. A general theme for the production centered around climate change, uh, and, and then, of course, the humanity's relationship with the natural world, knowing the dazzling visuals would garner the most attention. The band opted to keep things simple with their stage design. The stage was made in the shape of a record played based off of a Brian Eno art piece called Turntable. Total number of concerts, 40. The initial slate of concerts was a relatively small number. Only five performances were, conform was, were conform confirmed. Uh, when the residency first went on sale, tickets demand was so high, the band soon unveiled further shows, and they kicked off on September 29 of 2023 and was immediately met with rave reviews. After 25 gigs in 2023, U2 extended their run for another 15 dates, closing on March 2nd. Number of speakers, 1,886. The sound system in the sphere is already impressive. 1,586 permanently installed speakers strategically located throughout the venue. Still, U2 decided to up the ante to steal a gambling term and added 300 more uh, mobile modules for a total of 1,886 speakers. Total number of tickets sold, 661,456. Virtually every U2 Sphere show had been sold out with tickets regularly going for two or three times their face value on the open market. Total amount U2 was paid, $170 million. $170 million. Okay? Now there's an asterisk. The asterisk on the number is due to limited transparency on the on the band's final payout. Reportedly, James Dolan, the head of MSG, paid the band $10 million for the residency. That number is in addition to the $4 million per show that the band reportedly earned from Live Nation. Simple math puts the total amount around $170 million, though the band obviously 
had to pay out plenty of their own staff and team contributors. Only you two and their accountants know exactly how much money the Rockers pocketed. Remember, merchandise. Okay? This idiot here has six shirts from those three trips at least and a hat. So who else spent money? You know what I'm saying? Well over 200 million. Number of different songs played, 38. Considering how perfectly timed and scheduled the visual elements are, u sphere performances have to be, there's very little flexibility within the show for changes. Still, the band found ways to freshen up their set list during the run, mixing in deeper cuts and occasional covers. u performed 38 songs during their residency, averaging 22 songs per performance. The total number included one-off renditions like the performance of Christmas, uh, Baby, Please Come Home on December 15th, and the cover of the Pogues, A Rainy Night in Soho, was also dedicated to Shane McGowan. Total revenue, $256 million. Every receipt has yet to be counted, but the estimates are staggering. When it's all said and done, U2 Stay at the Sphere was expected to pull in $256 million in revenue. The success is a windfall for both the band and the Sphere's parent company, which saw their stock jump 17.3% following the U2 residency launch. Numbers of opening acts, one. Throughout the entire residency, only one man has opened up for U2, Paul Lovejoy, a.k.a. Polly the PSN Man. The UK-born drummer, recording artist, and producer is best known for his work with the animated, rook, or animated group, rock group, uh, Gorillaz. So each night, Lovejoy gets things started with an electric DJ set welcoming the U2 audience. Number of endangered species, 26. U2's encore is backed by an impressive array of visuals dubbed Nevada's Ark. The design was created by artist S. Devlin, focused on the state's 26 endangered species. And now it refreshed on me. So. But anyway, you kind of got the gist of it. There's a, a lot of uh, interesting stats from you two at the sphere and uh they raked it in dude they raked it in probably took in more money than 170 million with all the other stuff because they that has nothing to do with the pop-up store in the venetian you know so that's where that kind of doesn't you know fly so they merchandising is probably not included